and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast, your home for tips, insight and discussion on the English top four leagues. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, thank you for tuning in. Give you a quick run through of what we're going to go through today. Last weekend was absolutely decimated across a lot of the leagues because of the beast from the east. So not too much to recap from last week. But we're going to go through the Premier League fixtures for this weekend. The Championship, League 1, League 2. And then uh, no bomb-proof trebles to recap because they're all snowed off. And then uh, we'll go through this week's bomb-proof trebles as well. Yeah, can't believe how many games got called off last week. But... uh... Oh, I'm, I'm super excited to talk about what is hopefully a full fixture list. Yeah, no storms on the horizon now, so uh, we'd hope so. Um, so let's kick off without any further ado in the Premier League. Um, great game to kick off with. It's the Saturday lunchtime kickoff. Manchester United hosting Liverpool. Uh, the odds pretty even for this one. 8-5 to five for United, 13-8 to eight for Liverpool. And twenty-three to ten for the draw. So bookies are pretty split. Are you pretty split, Tom Walker? Um, it depends on which United are going to turn up. Are we talking two 0 down to Palace United, where Mourinho makes almost no attempt to attack and to get on top and go after teams, or are we talking? 2-0 down, United roaring back to 3-2 when they show intensity, when they show desire, when they attack teams and move the ball quickly. Because ultimately, I think we all know how Liverpool are going to play. I think this is all down to United. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm going to have this one down as a draw, to be honest. Definitely a score draw. I can't see it being a 0-0. I know Liverpool drew 0-0 against Porto, but... You know, they're very, very few and far between nil-nils when Liverpool are involved. But for me, a draw. Both teams, I think, will not want to lose this one rather than be going all out to get the three points. I think both are going to finish in the top four and a point apiece will probably suit both managers fine. It will suit Mourinho because I don't think he has the balls to go and attack Liverpool, I think. Mourinho's uh, mentality is always to defend first. And I think he's going to come into this game against a top four rival, not want to lose, not want to lose a derby game rather than perhaps making a few more risks. Uh, so, yeah, I think draw 23 to 10 is uh, what I would go for as well, friend. Very nice. So, we'll go on to the three o'clocks then. There's a handful of three o'clocks on Saturday. We'll start with Everton at home to Brighton. Everton 11-10, to the draw 9-4, to and Brighton 13-5. to Now, we called it last weekend. We said Brighton were going to capitalise on how poor Arsenal are. Uh, we know Brighton's home form is generally pretty good. Away, not so good. Um, and Everton, on the other hand, have actually been much better at home than they have been away. I'm going to have this one down as an Everton win, actually, um, at 11-10. to I don't know about yourself, I don't know if you'd agree with that, but I just think Everton, are, they seem to be really bad away, but pull out a bit of a performance when they play at home. Um, I just think Everton are unbackable. I really, really do. I know they have definitely been uh, better at home than they have away, but Brighton have been have been decent recently. Um, they're, they're in a uh, nice little patch of form. And... Honestly, can you really, really, truly tell me that Everton are going to have no problems? Absolutely not. They're definitely going to have some problems, I'm sure. But um, looking at their last lot of home results, you know, you've only got a defeat to Manchester United in there. They've beat Swansea, beat Leicester, beat Palace, drew against Chelsea, uh, drew against West Brom. So... It's a way where they've been. They've literally lost every single game um, at home. They've actually not been bad apart from that loss to Man United. Yeah, no, I I totally understand what you're saying. And Brighton are similar. Brighton are, are much better at the Amex than they are away. I I honestly couldn't call it, and I w- I would go down the draw. I'd go nine to four to be honest. 
I say Everton, it's not a strong tip. It's um, it's a tough game to call. Um, we'll roll on to another tough game to call. I feel like now at this stage of the season when lots of these um, tightly bunched up bottom half teams are playing each other, it's really tough to call a lot of these games. Yeah. Um, we go to John Smith's with Huddersfield at home to Swansea. Huddersfield 29-20. to The draw 21-10. to The Swans... Two to one. Yeah, the the only thing, um, obviously, you would look at recent form, and you would probably look at Swansea on the face of it. However, it feels like Swansea are, are miles up the table, but they're actually level for points. Field, they're still only three points clear. It's just they were in that bad of a situation yeah. that it feels like they're way higher than they are actually are. So, I know Swansea have been the form side, uh, but away from home, they haven't really been the uh, the form side. So, uh, Carver Howe came in, he won his first game away, actually. Uh, 2-1 away at Watford. Um, since then, he hasn't won away from home. Uh, got a couple of draws, away in the FA Cup to Wednesday, away in the League to Leicester, away in the Cup to Notts County, away... Um, in the league to Newcastle, away in the cup to Wolves. Like these are not fantastic teams, and I think Huddersfield are going to see this as a must-win game, and I think they will win it. And twenty-nine to twenty, I think that's a very good price. I think uh, Huddersfield are going to get in their face, and Swansea are going to struggle to uh, put together that uh, that passing football that Carver Hall has continued. Yeah, well, we saw last time Huddersfield. Uh, played another bottom half side at home. They beat Bournemouth, and that they absolutely smashed Bournemouth four one. Um, and you know when the when that stadium's rocking, the crowd get behind the team. Huddersfield really, really play well. Um, I think this one's definitely going to be a both teams to score. Both teams to score is actually a really, really good price um, in my opinion. It's twenty three to twenty, so it's over evens, um, which is wow, really, really. Enticing. Yeah, very, very attractive. That. Um, if you had to go for for a team, what would you go for? If I if I backed you into a corner, what would you what would you go down the side of? Huddersfield. If I had to, had to, had to, but I'd just be sticking with both teams to score. I'd be throwing you. I'd be going. Look at the price. Look at the price. Let me have it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make me choose. Uh, yeah. I think um, Huddersfield for me. Both teams to score for Tom. Okay, then let's go to St James's Park for Newcastle against Southampton. Now, Newcastle thirteen to eight. The draw twenty-one to ten, and the Saints seven to four. Newcastle for me, um, but it's again a tough one to call. Their home form recently has been better than their away form, backed up by that 1-0 win against Manchester United last time they played at home. I would point in the fact that Southampton, in all competitions, have lost once in 10 games. That's good. It's a better that, than I that's thought. That's a stat that completely and utterly shocked me. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't believe it when I seen that. It doesn't feel like it, but yeah, they've only lost the once. It was a shocking loss um, to Liverpool, one of the worst performances at any team this season. Um, however, I would have this one down as a draw. Um, Southampton are plucky; they're getting results. A lot of them are draws, um, especially away from home. And for me, twenty-one to ten. Um, yeah, I think Southampton are going to go there, not want to get beat, um, and there. I think they just have a generally better team on paper than Newcastle. Um, and yeah, I, I I would be siding with Southampton if you made me choose out out oh, of the wow. two, mm. but I, I'd go for draw. Interesting, interesting. I know Southampton have been picking up draws mainly. Um, but I do think they're going to have to start picking up wins if they want to get out of this scrap. Because um, teams below them might lose two, win one. And they're still yeah. 
in the same or better position than Southampton who might draw a couple or draw three and not lose any. Exactly. 17th for Southampton is really poor. Really, really poor. Really poor. poor. Yeah, they still have the makings of a, of a top half team. Um, so yeah, they they really need to pull their fingers out. They're in a relegation fight. Um, bloody long journey as well. Newcastle Southampton. Oof. Yeah, that is a long one. I'm sure they'll be in the private jets though. So <laughs> yeah, not, not so much not so much luck for the fans, but uh, yeah, the players will be fine. <laughs> okay, um, the next three o'clock then. Caesars uh, go to West Brom. They're at home to Leicester. West Brom are fifteen to eight. The draws eleven to five. Leicester six to four. Um, I feel like a record on repeat. Pardew is still clinging on. What's that guy got on the owners um, that sees him stealing a job? I don't know. It's, it's not gone well, has it? No. Um, it's it's looking inevitable now. One win in fourteen. Um, a couple of weeks. Ago, yeah, but a couple of weeks ago, maybe two and a bit weeks ago. I, th- I think they were just in the mix, weren't they? They were they're in a relegation mix. Now it's looking inevitable. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think everyone expects them to go down. Tough game for them as well, Leicester. I, apart from obviously take the you know the top five, top six teams out out of it, you do not want to play Leicester when the pressure's on at home. They are the masters of the counter attack. Yeah, they are the masters of soaking up pressure, hitting you on the break. Vardy is going to have an absolute field day. I fancy Vardy more away from home against West Brom than at home. Yeah, against West Brom. Yeah. West Brom, they've got to do something. They've got to throw some men forward, leave space for Vards. Um, I would actually go for Leicester. I don't think you can you can back West Brom at all. Six to four. Um, you can get the Foxes at. And, uh, yeah, purely because I think West Brom are going to be the team ploughing men forward. It's going to leave the door open for uh, for Vardy and Leicester. Yep. Six losses in a row for West Brom. Um, apparently the owners of the club are in China discussing his future. So what comes of that, who knows, but he is expected to be in charge at least for this game. Well, that's all well and good, but... Uh, Unless they've got, you know, a live stream of what's going on at the club, I suggest they get themselves down to the West Midlands because, yeah, operating it from China is not what fans want to hear. No. Uh, um, Leicester scored in every single one of the last nine games as well. So, uh, yeah, very dangerous going forward. Yeah, I'd uh, agree with the tip. Leicester, 6-4. to four. Uh, It's not, not a bad price. It's... I think that's pretty good, or you know, away at bottom of the league. Yeah, take that. Absolutely. So one last three o'clock game to go through. Then it's West Ham at home to Burnley. The Hammers five to four. The draw twenty-one to ten. Burnley twelve to five. West Ham got absolutely panned by Swansea last weekend. Um, consecutive four-one losses. One to Swansea, then against Liverpool prior to that. Burnley finally, finally ended their winless run with a win coming back from behind against Everton. Again, tough game to call. I'm going to go down the middle here. Draw 21-10. to 10. Yeah, same. I I absolutely would. I, I just look at Burnley. You have to go back to the 29th of November for their last victory on the road. Um, that's a long, long time ago. Mm. Um, West Ham had West Ham are decimated right now, and there's a little bit of turmoil there, as there is every year, it seems. Um, David Gold, you know, 80 years old or 70 years old or whatever he is, getting absolutely abused in the middle of the road. Uh, That that video went viral around around Twitter, and the fans are not happy. Moyes has done a decent job, started off well, but... uh, I think he's coming back down to earth a little bit now. And, uh, yeah, Burnley to not be beaten is what attracts me to the draw. 21-10, yeah. to 10, yeah, that's what I'd have. Yeah, I'd agree. Jack and Moyes has done enough to earn himself another contract. Obviously, it runs yes, out at the end yes, of the sir. season. Yeah, unless he goes unless he goes down. Uh, there's only three points between Palace and them. 
Um, yeah, I think he's done enough. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't think he's going to achieve miracles with them, but just to stabilise the club again, get them pushing towards a comfortable top half finish, kind of like where Leicester and Watford are, eighth, ninth, tenth around there. I think he can be the man for that. But then, can he push them on beyond that? I doubt it. Well, the thing is, as well, you know, he needs a transfer window. He needs a transfer window so he can get his own players in and things like that. Remember, he's not had a lot to go off, has he, our Moisey? No, no, that's true. Um, no, so let's let's get him to the summer and give him an opportunity to get some in and get some out. Yep, I'd agree. But reputation restored a bit, I think, after the damage yeah. that was done at, at Sociedad, Man United and Sunderland. So, Yeah, yeah, reputation is back slightly, um, but still a big season for Moisey. Uh, are you with me on this one, draw? 21 to 10, draw. Draw, lots of... Lots of draws in the Premier League this weekend, according to us. It's because they're so hard to call. There's so much on the line for the clubs, isn't yeah, there? Um, down at the bottom. really is, yeah. It's uh, squeaky bum time, Ergie used to say. Yeah, it's one of those things as well, which unfortunately, when there's so much on the line, I feel like the games become a little bit duller because teams play not to lose rather than going all out to win. Personal yeah, opinion. I don't know. I don't know if that's backed up by any stats or anything like that, but that's just the way it probably <laughs> seems to me. That's just, <laughs> that's just the way you feel. Yeah, yeah. Buddy, sometimes you know, gut feeling over stats. 100%. <laughs> okay. Um, the final game on Saturday is the five thirty kickoff. It's Chelsea at home to Crystal Palace. Chelsea two to seven. The draw four to one, and Palace big big ten to one outsiders. Uh, Chelsea not been in the best of form recently, not winning the last three games. I think they'll have enough about them to beat Palace. So they're still struggling with injuries, um, trying to bet a few new players and youth teams into the squad to compensate for that. And uh, it's going to hurt them throwing away that 2-0 lead against Man United, isn't it? Uh, losing 3-2. Yeah. A um, couple of things on this game that I have wrote down here. Number one, uh, Palace have gone from looking like they're going to stay up comfortably to being in a real spot of bother again. Yeah. Um, but Palace's season kicks on after this game. So they play Chelsea away. Then they have Huddersfield away. Liverpool home. Bournemouth away. Brighton home. Watford away. Leicester home. Stoke away. West Brom home. Wow. So Palace playing so many teams in and around them so th- this is a free hit Completely so that's good. Palace Chelsea what an absolute disgrace they are <laughs> what an absolute what an absolute bunch of anti that club is um, Conte everything about it against Man City was completely and utterly unacceptable for the entertainment of football I was absolutely disgusted with them. Yeah. I'd never, ever, ever seen a performance like that. Um, and to me, two to seven, Chelsea, for a team that walked most of that game and did not even try and do anything, you can sh- I'm not betting on them again. No chance. <laughs> Ran over. Can't stand them at the minute. Well, Rant perfectly justified. Perfectly justified. They turned up against Man City like they didn't want to win and like it was just an exhibition training match for City. Honestly, honestly, Arsenal would have put up more of a fight than Chelsea and that's saying something. But is this the stage you're at now with City? Just, the teams just turn up and think, okay, as long no. as we don't get beat 5 or 6 nil, we're, we're happy no. with that. Is that where we're at? No, Tom. No, Tom. Basel. Or Baal, however you want to say it, Basel, if you're uneducated. Went away to Man City Wednesday night. Pretty much no hope in hell. 1 2 1. Yeah, Man City probably took the foot off the gas a little bit. It's a little different. But under no circumstances do you go away 
in a football match, whether you're in League Two, Sunday morning, Serie A, the J League, I don't care what it is. You go there, you compete, you do your best to either nick a draw or get a win. Chelsea didn't even give a monkey's about nicking a draw. No. Nope. They were happy just not to, no effort, and yeah, we'll just lose this game. I, it was a disgrace. I, I haven't been that angry at a team like that for a long time. Because I want to be entertained. We all want to be entertained. And Conte is, yeah, that was a, a disgusting. Anti-football. Um, I was going to say, you've not been that disgraced by a team or a football club um, or a manager since Jose Mourinho and Man United about two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) I just just have a problem with... I have a problem with parking the bus. I have a huge problem with it. I I have no issue with being hard to beat, but parking the bus is... It really does frustrate me, especially the bigger teams. And then when you park the bus and add in zero effort, yeah, you've lost me. And when you keep playing Hazard as a striker, when you've yeah, got Morata, which... who costs about £60 million, and Giroud on the bench. <laughs> yeah, and if, if you're struggling, why not play Giroud? Give him a few longer balls to hold up, move the team up, gain some territory. Like, why not try something different? Or just at least have an outlet. Oh, man. Anyway, moving on to my second favourite team, and that's Team Instagram. Arsenal at home to West- Arsenal at home to Watford. Um, Instagram <laughs> FC are 4-9. to nine. You can get a draw at 7-2. to two, And the Hornets are 11-2. to two. Oh, dear. Um... <laughs> what filter are you putting on Arsenal, Tom? I'm going to put the uh, the negative lose filter on Arsenal <laughs> this weekend. What do you think? You think they can turn it around at home to Watford? I just do not trust them. One jot. Uh, tough game on Thursday night away at AC Milan as well. So I think they'll lose that. So let's put that one out there now. Um, that'll make it five losses on the spin for Arsenal, which is absolutely woeful. If I have to pick a result here, um, I'm actually going to go with the draw at 7-2. to two. It wouldn't surprise me, to be honest, if Watford actually won this one. Um, they've beat Arsenal at the Emirates in two of their last three visits there. So um, Arsenal have a tough time playing Watford in recent seasons. I can't trust Arsenal at 4-9. to nine. <laughs> I cannot no trust way. them. No way. You Yeah, you can't trust them. And you're right. That Milan game, that's a huge game, and that is their season. This tie is their season. Um, is there any way, realistically, now into the Champions League? And obviously, oh, is there get any off way? It. Get everything. No, no. People say there's there is no way Arsenal, even if they beat Milan, they are not getting in the Champions League this season. I'm not having it. I'm not having Absolutely. it. No chance. No I'll chance. Have a thousand pound bet with anyone that says they win. <laughs> no, no chance. But you know, Watford. Um, they've since Garcia has been in. They've been solid at home. Pretty wobbly away. Not too much to write home about. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those games, isn't it? It's it's a, it's a banana skin. Four to nine. Arsenal. The state the club's in right now. Why on earth would you bet on it? You would not. You would not. If you'd have said to an Arsenal fan at the start of the season, 29 games in, with nine games left to play, your club will be five points ahead of Burnley. Unbelievable. We've had this chat how many times on the podcast over the year? Time to go. Come on. Call it a day. 100% time to go. We'll move on to the four o'clock game then. That's Bournemouth against Tottenham. Bournemouth six to one, the draw three to one, Spurs one to two. Uh, for me, Spurs to, to carry on picking up the victories that take them to a what looks like it should be a pretty comfortable top four place. Um, now Chelsea have dropped off. Disappointing though. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they bounce back after the loss against Juventus. Yeah, that that would have been a sucker punch. Yeah. You have to ask yourself. 
when it when are Tottenham gonna arrive? When are they truly gonna arrive? Because there's the whole memes of you know empty trophy cabinet, put the pressure on, and that's I I think that's a bit harsh. They're they're an evolving team. But sooner or later, Tottenham are gonna have to they're gonna have to do something big. Mm-hmm. They're gonna lose Kane. They're gonna lose Adley. Kane wants to win a trophy as much as he, you know, is a Tottenham youth uh, product and all that kind of, all that stuff that comes with it. He wants to win trophies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Spurs need to get a move on because next year they're moving into a new stadium, so that gets them another year, two years, but it's got to happen soon, otherwise they're going to lose the big red machine. Uh, one to two, I think it's a good price, by the way. Uh, yeah. Bournemouth for no pushovers, but I expect Tottenham to win. Yeah, me too. I think you probably get Tottenham to win. I think both teams to score in this one as well. So Spurs win both teams to score for me, and uh, just to bump the price up to around two to one. Yeah, uh, Bournemouth always always good for a goal, and uh, Bournemouth always good to concede goals. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. So we'll roll on to the last game, which is Monday night football. Um, onto another team that's good for a goal. That's Manchester City. Uh, they're one to five away at Stoke, who are twelve to one. If you fancy them to get the victory, which I don't imagine many people do. Um, Paul Lambert has not been bad, to be honest, since he's come into the club. They've uh, lost one out of the last six games. They've drawn a lot, drawn four, but Man City for me just different level. Four wins away from the title. And I can't see Stoke upsetting any apple carts here whatsoever. No, no. A few years ago, this would have been a tough game. Yeah. Really tough game, but uh, not anymore. Especially the level City are at. It's, it's going to be just a classic, you know, 3-0 or so. Nice and easy. Move on to uh, three wins away from the title. Yep, definitely. Um, one to five, though. Not particularly interested in that to bet on whatsoever. No, 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 no. Um, anything else you'd like to add for the Premier League, or shall we move no. on? No, not really. It's, it's quite a tough week, isn't it? It so, is. Uh, I think yeah. It's, it's time to uh, get into the second tier. Yeah. Well, again, it's a it's a tough week in the Championship as well. If I'm honest, I don't know if you found much here, but. Um, I've only got a few written down. It's League One and uh, a bit of League Two for me, which is where the money's at this weekend. Yeah, not too much um, in a championship. You know, as Tom alluded to, there are one or two. Uh, I'm going to start us off with a game that I I think I can pick a winner from. And also there's a talking point attached to it. Uh, It's Cardiff City. Cardiff are playing in a three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. They're at home to Birmingham. Cardiff is the team I fancy that are home side. They are four to seven. So Birmingham started off with Redknapp this season. Sacked him. Brought in Steve Cottrell. Sacked him. Now some I have no idea how this has happened, but they've landed Gary Monk. Yeah. Which is completely just I'm baffled <laughs> me too I'm baffled on two points one how they've managed to land him and two why on earth he decided to go there I don't get why no, I, honestly yeah it, you know Gary Monk did pretty well at Swansea did pretty well at Leeds Leeds should definitely have kept him that's one of the biggest mistakes they've made letting him go in the, the recent history of their club um, Middlesbrough he wasn't doing too badly. We've seen since Tony Pulis has come in, they've only recently started to push on and string a few wins together. They've been very stop-start under him, so I don't think it was particularly a problem with Monk's management. They weren't exactly struggling too badly. I think they were about 10th place when he got the sack. It's harsh. Yeah, pretty pretty harsh. Um, and now he arrives at Birmingham on a three-and-a-half-year deal. I just think you've got to pick your jobs a bit better. He could have easily yeah. got a, a much more um, much more comfortable job, a job with better opportunities, a job at a club that isn't in so much turmoil. If he just waited a bit, 
yeah, I don't know if he sees this as a big challenge and a long project, but I feel like this could really harm his reputation, to be honest. It's a huge risk. Yeah. Um, in terms of the game, you don't want to be going away to Cardiff this early in your tenure, especially when you know you lose your first game um, at home as well. Um, against Middlesbrough, ironically, so, you know, not a disgrace, but as Tom said, I've, I've picked up, but Cardiff, they've won six of their last seven games, and he's trying to pick up a Birmingham side that have lost six straight. So, you know, form-wise, forget that there's a new manager, you'd be saying this is nailed on. Uh, four to seven reflects those those thoughts, and uh, yep. I fully expect Cardiff to still win the game. Yeah, absolutely agree with that one. Um, tough introduction to life at Birmingham for Gary Monk, but hey, I don't think anybody expected anything else. Um. Let's move on. <laughs> who else do you have? Um, I've actually only got one more team who I think is going to win on the nose. That's Borough at home to Barnsley. Middlesbrough have hit quite a nice little patch of form now. Um, four wins at the last six. Patrick Bamford is on fire. Scored again in the 1-0 win, as we just mentioned, away at Birmingham. They've won the last three home games in a row, uh, beating Reading, Hull and Leeds. On form, sitting in sixth place now within the playoffs. I think they're going to have too much for a Barnsley side, who are pretty indifferent. 21st, going to get most of their points at home. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I had Borough wrote down. As my uh, only other shoe-in for the championship. Um, there's not much to talk about in terms of teams that we think are going to win. Uh, but let's just focus on um, just very quickly. Two big games in the championship. Um, one is Saturday, 5.30. It's Villa Wolves. Giant, giant game. Where do you think that one will go? I think it's going to be... Uh... Tough game, very tough game, but I think Wolves are going to win it if I had to pick a side. This Wolves team is a level above, still, I believe, a level above everybody in the Championship, despite their recent little bit of a wobble. It's going to be a must-win game for Aston Villa, and Villa are four points away from Cardiff, and we expect Cardiff to get a win against Birmingham, as we've just spoken about. So if Cardiff do win... By the time this game is played, it could be a seven-point gap between Cardiff and Villa in second and third, which means Villa are going to have to go for it. And if they go for it, I think Wolves have got the quality within the squad, especially with someone like Neves in the middle, to pick them off. See your point. I would actually go for the home side. I think Villa need this more, and Wolves, they've actually only won one of the last five away games. Um so, for me, Villa, but it's sure to be a cracker. Absolutely. Um, and finally, the biggest game in world football. <laughs> Sunday, 2.30pm, Nottingham Forest, Derby County. Tom Pipkin. Got to be Forest, hasn't it? I can't believe you even got to ask me. It's looking like it could be a Forest win. It really is. Derby are uh, just doing a typical Derby, aren't they? They look really good, yeah. and then it gets to the business end of the season, and they crack, and they start to collapse, it's, and I love it. I, I love it because <laughs> our season is done. We have nothing to focus <laughs> on other than this game and how bad how badly Derby have fallen off. It's just a thing of beauty. Yeah. I would compare it to the Mona Lisa. Yeah. I absolutely love seeing it. Um Forest nine to five, twenty three to ten for the draw, twenty nine to twenty for the Rams. Um Karanka has finally kinda got a settled team going. It's finally started to pick up a bit of form. Um Forest seem tough to beat. They seem capable of scoring goals. It's actually quite strange. Um <laughs> Derby have only won one of their last seven games. Um, away from home, their last victory is the 13th of January, and they've only actually won one of their last five away games. That was away at Birmingham. So yeah, Derby a, a little wobbly coming into this game. Forest on the up. I would honestly go for Forest if I had to. Nine yeah. to five. Yeah, me too. It's not 
just a uh, heart overhead kind of thing. I think actually Forrest, as you say, have looked really solid now under Karanka. Turned a bit of a corner. Obviously a lot of upheaval at the end of January when he brought 10 new players in. But now he's had a bit of time to work with them. And that's shown in the results, um, unbeaten in five, as you say. So, for me, Forrest. I just think looking at Derby's results, away from home particularly, poor. Lost 2-0 away at Sheffield Wednesday, and they're bad. Drew, th- <laughs> drew 3-all away at Reading, and they're bad. Drew 1-all away at QPR on Tuesday night. And remember, Forrest the other week went away at QPR and won 5-2. Yeah, I've, I honestly think the Brian Clough Trophy may be staying in Nottingham. Yep. After the game, hundred percent. I agree. Um, okay, let's move on to League One. We think there may be a little bit more opportunity in League One. Tom, do you want to start us off with uh, one that you believe you have found? A little bit more opportunity. I'd say a lot of opportunity. Um, this kind of reminds me of how League Two was with the weekend, and then it all like kind of imploded on match day, and <laughs> all the favourites ended up losing. But um, it's so true. Fingers crossed, it doesn't happen again <laughs> this weekend. I'll start us off with uh, top of the league, Blackburn. Why not? They're eight to thirteen, which actually is not too bad of a price at home to Blackpool. Um, why would you not pick Blackburn for this? Absolutely on form. As I say, top of the league. Um, I can't see any reason. I know they threw away a 2-0 lead at home last weekend against Wigan, but that is against arguably the best, if not the second best, team in the division. Um, So I don't see any reason why Blackburn aren't going to win this one pretty comfortably, 2 or 3-0, to be honest. Blackpool just don't offer too much threat. No. Blackburn, yeah, uh, an absolute certainty, I think. I, I do hate betting against Blackpool. They they do come out with some <laughs> random results. Very yeah. weird team. But, uh, yeah, for me, Blackburn, it has to be said. Yeah, just to add one more little stat in there for everybody. The last time Blackburn lost at home in the league, all the way back on the 16th of September. That's a record, that is. Yeah. Started off a bit wobbly, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they did. Took a, bit, took a bit of getting used to this this third tier football. But uh, yeah, not doing too bad now, put it that way. <laughs> um, I am going to go for the steam train that is heading straight for destination automatic promotion. It is Rotherham. Rotherham. They're at home to Rochdale. Rotherham, you can get them at a very, very tasty four to five. That's a lovely uh, price. It's a fantastic price. Yeah. You're looking at, on the face of it, you're looking at fourth in the league at home to 23rd in the league. That should be enough for you to um, dive into. But wait, there's more. Rotherham have been on absolute fire. Their game got postponed the other week. They were part of my bomb-proof treble, which every team got postponed on. <laughs> uh, they, they won seven games in a row. The only thing that would make me question it is when you've won seven games in a row, you don't want your game to be postponed. You want one every day. Um, so will that kind of affect their momentum? I'd like to think not. Uh, four to five is just a wonderful price. Uh, like yeah. I said, 23rd in the league, Rochdale coming to town. Rochdale did turn up um, in their last league game, turn up just a bit as well. They beat Walsall 3-0 away um, on Tuesday night, which is just a kind of a random result. Came out of nowhere, really. Yeah. Um, but by and large, they are 23rd for a reason. And four to five for the Rotherham Express is a great price. Yep, I agree. Um, Rochdale have been playing a lot of games recently as well. Um, mainly been playing every three or four days because they've only actually played, what, 31 games this season? And you've got some teams in League One who've played 36. So they've had a lot of games to make up on. So 
tired legs, I think, at this stage of the season for Rochdale when they're playing so many thick and fast. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Rotherham can uh, pull through. I, I'm pretty sure they I'm, will do. I'm pretty confident in that one as well, mate, definitely. Um, another one I'm going to go for is Wigan. At home to Scunthorpe, Wigan are 11-20, to 20, so not the best price in the world considering Scunthorpe are a decent outfit, but I don't think Wigan will have any problems beating them here. Scunthorpe have actually only won one game in the last six. They're just inside the playoffs um, in fifth on 57 points. Wigan played 32 on 67 points. They've got four games in hand. On Blackburn, who are six points ahead of them, and two games in hand on Shrewsbury, who are just one point ahead of them. I think they'll beat Scunthorpe. Uh, best home form in the league. The last four times Scunthorpe have come to Wigan, Wigan have won on every occasion to nil. I think they're going to have too much. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Scunthorpe are no mugs, are they? They're fifth for a reason, but. Wigan and Blackburn just seem to be way ahead, way ahead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with that one. Um, Eleven to twenty, not the best price, but that's what you would expect for uh, for Wigan. So I'm going to kind of sound like a bit of a record on repeat. I'm going to talk about another steam train <laughs> of W's. Um, this time it's steam train Plymouth destination Fleetwood. Plymouth away at Fleetwood, price nine to five. Again, another team that really didn't want a game postponed, did they? They really didn't. They won six in a row. Um, their game was postponed. Now they had a week's break. Again, will that affect momentum? Hopefully not. They're away to Fleetwood. And I think it's fair to say, Tom, we're expecting way more from Fleetwood this season, weren't we? Oh, absolutely. Um Finished in the playoffs, didn't they, last season? Yeah, and now the 21st. Yeah. Uh, Fighting for <laughs> lives, a point of survival. Um, so, crazy, crazy uh, sequence of events for Fleetwood. Um, and as we mentioned, Plymouth won six games in a row. I think Fleetwood are the least on form, the coldest team, probably the worst performing team in the whole football league right now um, yeah. I couldn't actually believe how bad they have been before I looked into it closer um, they have actually so they drew sorry uh, their last game 1-1 at home to MK Dons that in context was such an important result because they actually lost 8 games in a row before that Yeah, in all competitions so they've managed to stop the rot, but it means they haven't won in their last nine, eight of which are defeats. Um, Plymouth, again, like I said, they're a team you really don't want to be facing right now. Six in a row, and they're priced at nine to five away at Fleetwood. Yeah. Do you think Fleetwood can get out of the mire at all this season? They've hired uh, John Sheridan after this sack to Uwe Rosler. Sheridan's got Oldham out of uh, the League One relegation spots a few times in recent seasons. Do you reckon he could do it with Fleetwood? No. No, not at all. <laughs> too um, far gone. Yeah, it's too far gone. And Sheridan, yeah, he comes in, he always does a, a decent short-term job, but he gets found out. There's a reason why he bounces around yep. team to team and kind of doing copy and paste jobs. Nah, it, not a chance. Uh, no. Plymouth will... Uh, We'll get the victory, I think, no problem. Would you agree with me when I say that the four that are currently occupying the relegation spots in League One are going to be the same four that are going to go down? Fleetwood, MK Dons, Rochdale, Berry, Or do you reckon somebody well, else could be dragged in? For Berry and Rochdale, I, I think it's looking inevitable. The gap is, is alarming, even with Rochdale's uh, games in hand. Um, I, I do worry a little bit I worry Oxford down. I think I think Oxford are still in a club that's in a bit of a weird state. Blackpool, Oldham, Wimbledon, Northampton, they're, they're all very poor teams. Um, very surprised MK Dons are there. And, you know, biggest surprise of all is probably Fleetwood. 
Yeah. For, um, I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, they're gone. 20, Fleetwood, MK, Rochdale, Berry, all gone in my book. Oh, that's it. I don't think any that's... of them have got in, enough about them at all to get out of it. You know, you're looking for a team that's going to go on a bit of a run who's showing something, and none of those teams are really showing anything. Berry have shown a bit, but they've been so far behind. They were so, yeah, so poor. Damage, damage was done. Yeah, They're the most informed team out of all them four. Yeah. And still nine points from safety. So way too much to do. Yeah, definitely. So those four are gone for me. Same. Who's next for you, Tommy P? Um, next for me is Bradford at home to said MK Dons. Bradford are 19 to 20. Um, and I think, yeah, they're going to have too much for an MK Don side who are really, really struggling to pick up anything. Simon Grayson's first home game in charge of Bradford, so he's going to he's going to want to start on a, a good note and try and reinvigorate their playoff push because they are still in with the shout. They're in ninth. They're just three points behind Plymouth, so they can still definitely do it. Um, MK Dons are so so poor, so so poor. I don't know who the guy is that hired as a manager Dan Mikichi or something like that but it's no <laughs> it's shown it it's shown in the results because they they've lost seven out of the last nine um drawing the other two and away from home they're absolutely terrible absolutely terrible yeah agreed I mean it just just where would Bradford be if they didn't go on this horrific slide yeah they're three points off the playoffs they've lost seven of their last nine oh is is where would they be they must be kicking themselves but uh yeah even though they've been so bad i expect them also to uh be mk dons yeah just um, look, just looking at mk dons um fixtures as well they i, I think if they were going to get out of it they would have picked up results in the last few games. They lost against Northampton, lost against Walsall, lost against Oldham, drew against Rochdale, drew against Fleetwood. So lots of teams in and around them there. And if you look at the games they've got to come, they've still got to play Rotherham, Gillingham, Blackburn, Wigan, Southend, Scunthorpe, Shrewsbury. So, <laughs> wow. Tough, tough running. Jeez, not off, not off. Um, let's talk about Southend. So Southend are at home to Doncaster Rovers this weekend. Um, the game at Roots Hall is priced as follows: Southend thirteen to ten, draw five to two, Doncaster nineteen to ten. I'm interested in Southend at thirteen to ten. They they did kind of get pushed back down to earth a little bit. Um, they lost at home on one of the only games to go ahead in League One. Uh, they were going to wish it didn't because they lost 3-0 at home to Walsall um, after winning four of their last five games under new manager Chris Powell. However, chance of redemption is round the corner. Um, they've got Doncaster who are coming to town. They've won one of their last 11 games, um, only four defeats. So Doncaster can be plucky, um, but surely Southend are going to turn it around. They're thirteen to ten, um, and yeah, I think they're going to want to put that one right. Yeah, if I had to pick, I'd go for Southend, but just don't trust them after last time out. They cost me my uh, cost me my bet. Don't trust them at all anymore. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I've lost but faith. I, uh, I think if you had to. You know, you're not going to be surprised, are you? No, no. Win. no, no, I'm not going to be surprised, but I've just lost faith in them from a personal point of view. But I, they should win. They should do. You're like a, you're like a bitter ex-girlfriend. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> he let me down. He let me down. He threw me to the wolves. I can't yeah, forgive him. <laughs> heartbroken by Chris Powell I know such a nice man as well he is he is but um, I don't think you're going to forgive him anytime soon are you absolutely not um, any more from League One for you because I'm done 
League one is finito. Okay, League two it is then. Do you want to kick us off? No, 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 Tom. After you, sir. You're the League two man. After you, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, I don't know where I've got that reputation from, but uh, right. I'm going to start us off with Crawley at home to Morecambe. Crawley are evens. Um, Morecambe 11 to 4 for the outsiders there. So Crawley have never won six home league games in the Football League before. They are on five and they're bidding for a club record sixth win in a Football League game in a row. Can they do it at home to Morecambe who have won one game in the last six? Absolutely they can. <laughs> they should. I hope so. I yeah. hope they can because Morecambe are poor. Really poor. And they are really poor. And Crawley have been scoring goals. Um, they scored three past Lincoln in the last home game, three past Grimsby before that, um, two past Accrington in the game before that. So they've been scoring goals, beating good teams in League Two. And I think they're going to have too much for Morecambe. And they're going to get a record. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's exactly who you want to be playing, isn't it? Yeah. Morecambe, not very wise, not living up to uh, <laughs> not living up to Morecambe and Wise. Anyway, um, I'm going to alert you to a banana skin. Um, so, on the face of things, if you didn't do your research, you would be looking at Notts County away at Forest Green. Notts County, third in a automatic promotion position. Forest Green in 18th, uh, seven points clear off the drop, but, you know, still not mathematically safe. However, Forest Green are back. We backed them a little bit um, earlier on in the season when they went through a nice little flutter. Again, they went through another flutter, but this one was poor results. Now they haven't lost in the last five games including three victories over Coventry, Stevenage and Crawley. Um, so Forest Green are well and truly back. It's going to be a very tough game for Notts County. Uh, they're 6-5 away from home. You do fancy them. They do normally rely on their home form um, away. It's just not really ticked for Nolan and his boys recently. Um, their actual last away victory is back on the Boxing Day. In the league, when they beat uh, Morecambe and Wise four-one away, um, <laughs> and yeah, away at Forest Green, I think that's going to be a very, very tough game. Yep, I'd agree with that one. I actually got Forest Green written down as an outsider to win, so yeah, uh, definitely back that one. Um, yeah, eleven to five if you fancy URFGR, um, and not six to five to draw twelve to five. So could see it going all all three ways, but. You know, when, when Forest Green are good, they're, they're really good. Yeah. When they're bad, they're, they're bloody awful. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, another one for me is Mansfield. A Steve Evansless Mansfield. David Flickcroft is now in charge. Uh, jump ship from Swindon. They're at home to Colchester. Now, Mansfield are currently sitting in fifth place in the league. Just one point off local rivals, Notts County, who occupy that last automatic promotion spot. Uh, Mansfield have lost actually the joint least games in the league. Um, just six losses along with Luton. They entertain a Colchester side who are pretty poor on the road to be honest. They've not won in the last five away matches in the league. Um, they've just picked up a couple of victories at home. So they don't travel well. Whereas Mansfield on the other hand have got a very, very good home record. They've lost just once at home in the league all season. And at 19 to 20, I think they're a decent price. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, very interesting that Flickroff jumped so quickly to Mansfield. Uh, really, really, really trying to go for promotion this year's Long time coming. We, we thought they would be more serious earlier on in the season. Yeah. But uh, they're doing the business now. So, uh, no more from me in League 2. I don't know about yourself, Tommy P. Nope, let's move on to the Bomproof Trebles. So, guys, this is the world-famous part of the show. It is the Bomproof Trebles. So, all the information that you've just soaked up from me and Tom, uh, all of our research, opinions, etc., etc., we condense that into two Bomproof Trebles that we think 
will be able to win you some cash. All of our returns are based off £10 stakes. All right, Tommy Walks. We disappointingly didn't have the vacation treble last weekend because of the postponements. What have you got for us this weekend? I've got the I've, I've got the Hogwarts Express this week. <laughs> um, so, so this this is this is based on three absolute steam trains of teams uh, that are just on absolute fire destination Hogwarts. Get on platform nine and three quarters. We're starting off in the championship with Cardiff City. Cardiff at home to Birmingham, they're priced at four to seven. A very, very similar taste to the vacation shovel last week. We're going for Steam Train Rotherham. They're at home to Rochdale, they're four to five. And then we're going to get our value on the big green slivering machine. Plymouth Argyle <laughs> away at Fleetwood Town, nine to five. Ten pounds on Tommy P pays a lovely seventy nine. Yeah, nice price. Nice, nice price, nice treble. I love the name, Magical, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely magical. You've got me under your spell with that treble. (laughs) So, yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, you know, what I've essentially done is just picked the best informed teams in England apart from Man City. Yeah. Um, So, I'm I'm hoping that that will, uh, I'm hoping that will will come good for us. Absolutely. so, uh, unfortunately, last weekend, my stay-at-home treble got postponed. <laughs> so, we're going to go for stay-at-home treble version 2. <laughs> so, I'm going to go... Staycation. Staycation. Yeah, the staycation treble. That's a, be- that's a better name. I like that. <laughs> staycation version 2. So, we're going to go for Blackburn at home to Blackpool. They're 8 to 13. Lovely part of the world. Then we're going to go... To another lovely part of the world, that's Bradford at home to MK Dons, and then 19 to 20. If you live in Bradford, why do you want to go anywhere else? And then finally, we're going down south, uh, we're going to Crawley, and they're at home to Morecambe, and they're evens. And £10 on those three teams to win pays back £64. That's tasty, that is. Yeah, not bad. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's pretty decent. Wow, yeah, two very, very tasty trebles. Beast from the East is long gone, long gone. <laughs> so it's time, it's time for some football now. Let's get some games on. Yeah. So guys, also remember, um, if you're signing up uh, with Quiff, the home of Supercharged Betting, your bombproof treble could be quiffed into the stratosphere. So goodbye, £68 return. Hello, you know, treble four times the amount and if you want to download the app uh, just visit our podcast description uh, visit the twitter bio or get in touch with us directly uh, we have ios and android links to share yeah definitely if you're a first time user of the app you should definitely get a decent quiff on those odds so well worth doing yeah absolutely and guys if you've had if you have enjoyed the show you can keep in touch with us in numerous ways uh, we love hearing from Profit Chasers. So, Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Facebook, www.facebook.com slash podcast. If you want to email us, it's footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And um, also, if you enjoyed the show, we really appreciate anybody who goes on and gives us a rating on iTunes. So, it just takes 30 seconds of your time to just pop a little five stars, wink, wink, in there and uh, help us on our way up the rankings on to bigger and better things. Absolutely. So, guys, we would love it if you could do that for us. It's Christmas and birthday wrapped into one. Um, Just before we leave, let's talk fantasy football. Tom, how did you do this week? Terribly, mate. Don't want to talk about it. I I did pretty average. Um, guys, if you do want to join our fancy football, uh, Tom will put the link in the podcast description or you can uh, get in touch with us directly on social media. 53 teams in the league. There is a free bet on offer to the winner. 
Um, if you haven't joined yet, there's still time to join, weirdly, even though there's nine games to go, because you join in at your current team's points tally. So you can come in and join top of the league. Uh, you'd have to be good, because now McNally is still top. Um, he's got a lovely little lead. And it's looking like Niall, bring them action, is going to win the free bet. Yep, certainly does. Well done, Niall, but still a few games to play left yet, so uh, we'll see what happens. If anyone's got a triple captain lurking or something. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening to the show. I think that's all for this week. Yep. Um, hopefully you'll get in touch with us with some winning bet slips at the weekend. Yep, brilliant. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, good luck for the bets for the weekend.